T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer, News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. Oh, yeah. Beamaz and Beamer taking you through the next hour here on WBEN. I'm Brian Mazarowski. Who are you? My name is Joe Beamer. Happy to be uh, sitting in today. <laughs> Haven't seen you here in a while. No. No, I've uh, I've actually seen you out of the studio more than in the studio. <laughs> I know, ran into each other <laughs> on uh, Saturday night, out and about. Um, but no, glad to have you back at least for a day. And happy Valentine's Day! Oh, thank you. Oh, is that what that was for? The Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I was, uh, I guess, not paying too much attention to the calendar. <laughs> Valentine's Day gotta be rough to be a pizza place. It's like back to back. Yeah, Super Bowl, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is always one of the busy ones. Yeah. And you got to make them in the heart-shaped. Yikes. Your three busiest pizza holidays are Super Bowl, Halloween, Valentine's Day. Just and you're getting two of those back-to-back. Boom, boom. Just uh, getting slammed with the pizza orders. I made pizza last night. How'd it turn out? Oh, just great. Awesome. Um, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I'm good. I am good at it, Joe. That's I do it once a year. It's my pizza day. On the Super Bowl. That's awesome. And uh, we're yeah, I got more pizza. I don't even know what to do with it. You should bring some in. Somebody uh, made the comment this morning on that text board that was like full of energy, asking how many uh, cups of coffee I've had. And I think it's just all the carbs from the pizza. Yeah. They're taking over. That's how you going. I'm just loaded up and ready to go uh, on the day after the Super Bowl. I made Skyline Chili. I was very happy with myself. Why, though? Isn't that, like, notably bad? I thought it was good. So what is it? It's chili. It's 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 a sweeter chili, um, you know, with your onions and your peppers and your. I used ground pork instead of ground beef, and um, some tomato soup. Yeah, you mix it together and you put it on top of uh, noodles with a little bit of cheese on top. I thought it was good. Ground yeah. pork or ground sausage? It was called ground par- pork at uh, Target. Yeah. It was on sale. But it, it, it's so it's, their own. It, it's so heavily spiced up when you put it in something like a chili. Yeah, I couldn't notice the difference. You don't even taste it. No, could have been ground tofu. Really could have. Could have been ground paper. <laughs> Glad it wasn't. <laughs> throw anything in there. You throw enough spice on it. It doesn't even matter. Uh, but no, you know, enjoyed the Super Bowl last night. I thought it was it was an all right game. I mean, it was a close game. You would say that. In terms of the game itself, yeah, kind of sloppy. No, there were better playoff games. I mean, it wasn't exactly the uh, the biggest barn burner out there. But I don't know. Has that become 
what we expect in the Super Bowl. Ever since that like great Super Bowl when the Patriots beat the Falcons, or the oh wait, did Philly beat New England the year after that? Yes, uh, that might have been the Nick last Foles. really yep. good Super Bowl. Yeah, that. Uh, there's been uh, the Kansas City San Francisco one was okay. Last year was a blowout. Yeah, last year was never a close game. This year was like a eh, so so. The last Rams Super Bowl is a eh, game, even though it was close at the end. Not I, much happening. I was also watching it, just upset that, the, that it was these two teams. Like I, I don't know. There, you watch Cincinnati, you watch L. I don't know. Um, but yeah, hey, good for uh, good for all those fans in LA. Uh, I don't know where they were a few years ago, but good for all them and uh, celebrating their Super Bowl victory today. I do love the people who try and kind of turn it around to uh, make it like, oh yeah, Detroit fans, you know, very happy for Matthew Stafford. <laughs> They're rooting for them. Like, oh my goodness, like give me a break. If that happened, that's the loser mentality. It really and is. And I can say that I used to get upset when people would do that here, where. Uh, you'd you know root for someone who just left the team to do good in the uh, playoffs or go out. It's like no, you root for the team. Right. That would make me feel sick to my stomach if I were a Lions fan and had Matthew Stafford, who's played what twelve years for the Lions over a decade. He's in Detroit, and Three you never games. even you never even won a playoff game. Right. You were I mean just struggling to even get there. And he leaves your team immediately, wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that's got to make you feel sick. And like, <laughs> and you're thinking, well, this is the closest as Detroit fans will get to a Super Bowl win. Uh, Let's cheer for Matthew Stafford. I mean, what does is, what is everybody um, say at the, you know, at the end of the day? What do you need in football? You just, you, as long as you have a quarterback who's capable of, you know, taking your team, then, you know, you got a shot. And here you have the Lions, the last decade. They had a quarterback who obviously was capable because he just did it last night of winning the Super Bowl, and they were just terrible. Yeah, they built nothing for for part of his career in Detroit. He did have one of the best wide receivers of all time, but they put nothing around them, and look what happens. I, uh, you know, poor I, Jared Goff. Yeah, I mean that stinks. Stinks for him too. You know, watch that team. You know, they trade you away and then they go out and win the Super Bowl. But I do hate that mentality, and I hope here in Buffalo we are we are over that because you would hear that. Uh, you know, hey, thankful for Rob Johnson, he finally got a Super Bowl ring. What? No, no, no thanks. <laughs> uh, but no, no, I, I definitely I would feel bad if I was Detroit or a St. Louis uh, fan this morning. Uh, that's got to stink. I would feel bad if I'm a Cincinnati fan, too, because you lost. I mean, we were there a couple of weeks ago, and I just love every everyone. And, and this is, don't get played by, you know, everybody saying, I said this after the Bills lost. Oh, well, you know, they'll be back. You know, Josh Allen will have his chances. You know, the next 10 years, the Bills are going to be here. And I always caution, like, no, no, no. Like, hey, listen, I hope that, too. I really hope so. Uh, but... There's no guarantee in anything. The AFC is getting really good. I mean, you look at uh, all these teams. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers, who won another MVP, great quarterback. Can't win they a playoff game. at the Super Bowl <laughs> once, uh, like t- over 10 years ago. Yeah. And that's the only one they ever won. So it's not like, oh, they'll be back, they'll be back. And you notice it happened time and time again. So, you know, after the Bills lose, you, all the photos of Josh Allen leaving the field, oh, you know what, don't worry, he'll be back. He'll uh, he'll get it. 
Um, and then, you know, last night, it's like, oh, well, Joe Burrow, he'll be back. And I am sitting here saying, well, hang on a second. They can't both be back. No. It's impossible. <laughs> they, they both play. They would play each other or someone has to get knocked out. They can't both be back right. all the time. So pick one. Because right. <laughs> it's not going to – they're not both going to be back 10 years in Ma- a row. Mahomes, Bear, Burrow, and Allen can't all be – uh, back in the AFC Championship game next year, and only one of them can be in the Super Bowl. And, and it's not a guarantee that any one of them. I mean, who knows who else emerges next season? It's it's frustrating, Brian, You know, because I saw that tweet that you were talking about earlier. Uh, you know, uh, next season starts now, and it's like, no, I have all of summer. I mean, we're not even close to training camp. We're not even close to the draft yet. Uh, there's a lot of time to, to sit on this season. Yeah, it's a long way to go. I love the mentality, you know, Next season starts now. Yeah. Like, eh, it starts in September. Uh, it's going to be a while before you're able to hit the field. Also depressing for me yesterday is, you know, after the Super Bowl, I always put my Let's Go Mets tweet. Uh, but now with the big question mark over the season, that's another, just another negative of, <laughs> of the day. I'm sure uh, everyone was so concerned along with you, too. I, 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 believe me, <laughs> get a the, lot of all, all the zero likes I got on the tweet, I can tell. All right, Joe, I'm going to read off a list of names for you. What do they all have in common? we got... Uh, Kendall Jenner, Devin Booker, okay, uh, Justin Bieber, oh. uh, Ben Affleck, J Lo, Ryan Reynolds, Drake, Will Ferrell, LeBron, Sean Penn, Katy Perry, Ellen. What do they all have in common? They were maskless at the Super Bowl. Yes, they were all there at the Super Bowl, and uh, n- nary a mask in sight. <laughs> Can you believe it? I'm stunned after so much was made about how you need to mask up during the uh, Super Bowl. I did not see a single one. Nope. Every time Andy Garcia, you can add that to the list, uh, every single celebrity they showed on TV. I was m- the most surprised by the L.A. mayor because there was so much focus on him after the last game. You would think that you would just not put yourself in I that. was the least surprised about the L.A. mayor. Oh, after everything that was said, after he put that BS yes, excuse Joe, out there? after two years of watching people <laughs> who make these rules get photographed in public places where they're supposed to be wearing a mask without one, how could I be surprised? I, it's like, fool me once. Uh, right? I mean, but when all the attention that was put on him, and then he puts that excuse out there, oh, I was holding my breath, you don't think someone's going to take your picture? He knows it. You know someone's going to take your picture. Here's the point, Joe. We, they don't care. I, no I picked one up on cares. This. I picked up on this. And here, I think the Super Bowl was the death knell in masking. Right? You Hopefully. saw the entire crowd, uh, you know, mask mandate. No one's wearing a mask. All these celebrities. You got Ellen and uh, Ellen, who's you know doing her show in front of computer screens for the last. Oh, you know, well, we're being safe. Uh, Sean Penn. I mean, talk about a bleeding heart and Katy Perry and all these people who are so cautious and want you to follow the rules. And of course, Garcetti, the mayor, who uh, is. I- I'm trusting that he was holding his breath. Um, the entire time Oof. he had his mask off, because that's what he said. It's really impressive. He's, he is so good. He should be a deep sea diver. <laughs> they have to hold their breath for a very long period of time. And he was holding his breath and talking. I mean, he could do like a ventriloquist routine with that. Uh, so he was doing all this. I was very impressed. But it, it just shows that <laughs> these people don't actually care. No. They, yes. I mean, every everyone likes to say... Do this, uh, do that, you know, oh, this is everyone wear a mask, a social distance. But when the chips are down and, okay, well, what are you actually doing? 
while I'm living my life. So, uh, just, if you're taking your cue from Ellen or LeBron or, you know, Drake or any of these other people who you'll, you'll see them in front of a camera wearing a mask, just know when they don't know the camera's on them. Right. The mask comes off immediately, and that includes the mayor who makes the rules themselves. The same people, Brian, by the way, who say, I mean, how difficult is it to wear a mask? I mean, how many times have you heard that over the last two years? How difficult is it to put a mask on? Well, the question is on you now. How difficult is it to put a mask on? I thought it was so easy. And, you know, it's such a... I mean, you you have so many people there. I mean, come on, everything you've been telling me over the last... uh, year. If he doesn't have COVID tomorrow, (laughs) Garcetti, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it was really no um, no surprise, no surprise to me uh, of what we saw. Through. I just I, I think everyone was seeing it and laughing at it because so much was made about that story. Yeah. And, right. What was the uh, the quote? We're on to you. Don't just buy a bucket of popcorn. Eat it slowly over two hours because we're on to you. <laughs> and we know that that's not going to be. No, no, no. That's <laughs> everyone knows. Yeah. You're on to us. You're on to yourself. Yeah, it's we're we're moving on. We're on to moving on. It's funny they they were gonna hand out masks and then you hear the Alex Stone rap. No, they didn't give us a mask when we walked <laughs> yeah. into the stadium. <laughs> no mask, no anything. Which, um, by the way, good. That's that's the way it should be. It's just so hypocritical when the people again who nonstop for two years. You know, it's not that difficult to put a mask on. Do your part. Do your part. Uh, I mean, do you do you. We're going to just sit in the stadium, maskless, and then on Monday, start pointing the finger again. Yeah. Um, But, I I mean, I'm just, I think it was, if there hasn't been one already, I think it was a wake-up call to people who, you know, hang on, wait a second. All these people I'm, you know, told I have to wear a mask if I'm walking in to pick up a coffee at, you know, the wherever I get my coffee from. I got to wear a mask to pick up my groceries, my kid has to wear a mask in school all day, yet all these people just get to hang out and have fun for six hours without one? What's going on? I think, I would assume that there's got to be a lot more of those uh, people, uh, you know, for the first time maybe in a couple years asking that question. Hang on a second, wait. If Stacey Abrams walking around maskless in a school of masked children didn't wake you up, I hope that the Super Bowl, Woke you up. What you saw yesterday, and Brian, I think you 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 uh, you got it right there. I think this is starting to become a thing where parents that are sending their kids to school every day with the mask on, they're going to work, seeing that you know they get to go to their office no mask. Kathy Hochul doesn't have a mask. Mark Polenkars doesn't have a mask. But they're they're the ones telling their kids, hey, "Come on, it's not that difficult. Just put a just put a mask on your child." I, I think. I think these are the people that are really starting. And like I said, if you didn't wake up last week, I hope what you saw yesterday uh, kind of said, what are we doing here? What, what's the point of all this? Yeah. Um, or, or just, I don't know, let you kind of know what the people who are talking about it over and over again are actually doing when yeah. the uh, when the uh, chips are down. I, I, I was laughing, too. It was funny. Um, I'm watching The Rock. In The Rock in his rehearsals, they make him – uh, put a mask on during his rehearsals. He's in L.A. County. Um, you know, it's Friday, Saturday leading up, only to when there's actually people around him. <laughs> he doesn't wear one when he's on TV. <laughs> it just, uh, none of it uh, seems to make any sense. I, the Rock, by the way, has anyone rocked a pair of slacks like The Rock? I, I, I That could, was the one thing I noticed. I'm sorry, I couldn't notice the slacks because 
I was just uh, uh, noticing how huge his arms were. I mean, that's all I could think of the whole time he was doing that presentation was, my God, The Rock is just in impeccable shape. Look at those arms. The, I, I mean, that's just being in shape. It's also having a lot of money to have perfectly tailored clothes. <laughs> Where I think this is where you notice it. You, you look at the slacks and why I was so fixated on the Rock's waistline yesterday. Uh, because they were, I mean, you know, you look that good, you, you, anything will look good on you. But you, you put those on. He's not wearing a belt or anything. There's no suspenders with it. They just fit. Perfectly. You yeah. know, that's what happens when you have every pair of pants you own is tailor-made for you must be nice you can kind of have that yeah. that's the being you wonder why oh you know these famous people they look so good well you, you can do that when yeah. I mean, that's your job is to go to, to the gym and work out and then they give you a bunch of money to buy tailored clothes you're gonna look good anyone in a tailored suit looks pretty good but it was looking um expert and they were like extra big Slacks, too, is what I noticed. Anyway, that was just on my mind. I thought The Rock was looking good yesterday. Can, can I say this, though? I, uh, and it's not The Rock's fault, but I was so upset that the game still hadn't started, still hadn't started, and then the whole thing with The Rock happened, and I think it just, I was like, I'm ready for the game. The players are sitting there ready to kick off. I wish they would have just bumped The Rock up a little bit. However, oh, there I work was so in, much stuff. I work in media. I realize they sold all these commercials. That's where they're making their money. I just... I think more people were annoyed at The Rock's intro because they had already been pushed more and more, and they showed the wrong anthem singer. And, you know, it's like, I'm ready for the game, and now this? Yeah, uh, over and over and over again. And uh, here's what we'll start to open up to your calls, 803-0930, of what you thought about the game and the halftime show, which show I, I thought was it could have been better. I thought it was a cool performance the production fell flat to me. I thought it was poorly produced. And I don't know if this is just necessarily my, I mean, the surround sound I have in the living room where maybe I was sitting too close to a speaker, but the sound quality, the mixing of it was, I thought, like, horrendous. I mean, you couldn't, you're hearing cheers over the music, yeah. which should never really happen. Then you're hearing the music over the words, which if this is, a rap halftime show, you think you want the MC's mic boosted up a little bit. I could right. barely hear anybody. Yeah, I um, I thought the halftime show was good. I mean, again, uh, I do feel old after watching it uh, because those are all th- you know performers that were popular when we were in middle school and high school. Uh, so feel feeling a little older. Uh, I thought it was a good show. The sound could have been better. And um, but hey, I'm glad they brought Fifty Cent out. That the was sound. My- you know the the set was. Cool, I guess. It's just not a... um, I don't know. It depends on what do you want your Super Bowl halftime to look like. I kind of prefer the the, concert-like atmosphere. You have a performer. They're on a stage. Maybe it's a big stage, but we've kind of gone from, you know, okay, the stage to... Made for TV. Yeah. Now everybody, you know, Katy Perry's bringing in all these props and then, The you weekend know, with that fun house yeah, last year. Well, that, I mean, was understandable last year because there yeah. weren't really the amount of fans. That's, that's a good point. But still, yet last night, I, I can only imagine being in that stadium and I'd be pretty ticked off. I, I You could barely see anything with the way the set was, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> set up. Everyone's talking about 50 Cent. I didn't see 50 Cent. <laughs> yeah, I was on the other side of the stage. I, I was on the other side. There's a wall. I mean, I saw him on a screen. I'm like, where is he? On the stage. Uh, but I, I thought it could have been a stage that would have been cool. And, you know, 
not exactly my, I mean, I'm not a rap or a hip-hop guy, but you can appreciate when stuff's good, and it's obviously super popular. It's, I, I said this on Friday, Joe, you're just never going to win. Right. No, there's always, it. right. You're never going to have a Super Bowl halftime show that pleases everybody or appeals to everybody. Right. So, in a way, I admire that, listen, we're not going to try. I mean, in a way, do you think that's what they were saying? Like, listen, we're not going to try to appeal to everybody because that's, like, impossible. Right. I mean, we're not – I mean, what – I can't even think in my brain uh, a musical act that would appeal to everybody. So, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to lean into this, and we're going to try and, you know what, do it well. Right. The people who won't like it won't like it. The people who like it will like it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm hoping next year, Brian – that we're not talking about the halftime show after the game because if the Bills are in the Super Bowl, I could not care less who's in the halftime show. Yeah, that's what sure, I'm hoping for. Sure your car's not on fire downtown. Uh, that's but <laughs> what did you think about the halftime show? You can let us know 803-0930. Give us a call. Beamaz and Beamer back together here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, uh, Beamaz and Beamer back here on WBEN. Um, we were talking uh, about the Super Bowl, you know, the, the sorting through yes. the end of the, uh, you know, the last football that we'll watch. And it's so much more than football, obviously, when you're talking about the Super Bowl and uh, on the halftime show. I'm, you know, to be honest, I'm like, uh, I'm just baiting you into a response. Not you, Joe, but uh, right. everyone who texted in about the halftime show. Because it is what I would expect. And listen, I, I just, I have no idea why. And this goes for all music, Joe, where for some reason in the music world, yeah, nobody can respect each other's music do you know what i'm saying like i mean it's people oh i like everything but country like oh that that music is just is garbage and you have people who watch the halftime show oh that i love this text that came in halftime i prefer halftimes that include some elements of music ha 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 yeah it's not funny because that was music in fact i saw more instruments being played for rap and hip-hop than is in most alternative music now uh, <laughs> that you listen to that's all just uh, someone pushing a button right. um, on, like, half the pop music that's out there. I mean, they actually use 
instruments and play some stuff. It's everybody. It's if it's something you don't like, there's just some, I don't know, like gut reaction huh. to just vomit all over it. <laughs> Believe me, that's how people talk about my music. I well, I, well, because your music is bad. <laughs> see, uh, but, <laughs> see, right, according to you. No, but it's it's all subjective in a way. But you do the same thing, by the way. What do I do? What do you do? You're, the way you talk about uh, Neil Young or like classic rock, it's I as if, put a disclaimer out there. That's no, not classic rock. Neil Young, I like classic rock. Neil. Bruce Springsteen. You t- I mean, the way well, you talk about some of say, these people. Ever since we did our our music show, I've been listening to more Bruce Springsteen. I still don't think he has a great singing voice, but I mean that that song "Glory Days." That's a pretty good song. <laughs> I I also want to say this. If you heard the announcement for the halftime show, you knew before or not if you were going to like it. I mean, it's as if... Well, that's a problem. The response on Twitter, and you knew who was going to be performing. If you don't like the performers, go do something. Yeah, uh, well, Joe, I think that's the problem, is people, you know before whether you're going to like it or not. Exactly. But you don't. If you never listened to it or watched it, but if it's if or it's, seen it, it performed, you really don't. I, I think most people who say that they hated it aren't giving it any sort of chance. Now, like take me for it. That's not my cup of tea. Now, I watched the halftime show and I thought it was okay. Um, you know, it was pretty good. I thought that the audio mixing was terrible. That's my one big, um, you know, gripe about the halftime show. But as far as the performance went. You know, pretty good performance by everyone out yep. there. Uh, as far as the songs went, I, I mean, a lot of stuff that even though I don't listen to that music um, all the time, I would recognize. And, you know, it's pretty good. I mean, it was all right. Am I going to go out today and, you know, crank up Snoop Dogg on my Spotify? No. <laughs> but that's just not my cup of tea. And what... Should it surprise? And I'm a white guy. Like I'm just sitting here. I like I like the white version of that music, which is like hardcore punk, which ironically was invented by HR and Bag Brains, a group of black guys. But it's uh, this divide that people have that I've seen online. It is just hilarious to me how no one can just take a step back. No one's expecting you to love it if you don't listen to it all the right. time. Because generally, your taste in music doesn't really differ all that much from your home base for most people. But to just say, like, oh, that was terrible. That's the worst thing ever. You know, oh, how can they do this and that? I mean, you know, come on, people. I, what do you, you know what genre it's going to be. Right. It's either going to be it, – it's a – the way I see it, it's a perfect time to just take in and be like, oh, Listen, I'm never going to watch a full performance. I'm never going to go see any of these guys in concert. I know that's not for me. But here's my opportunity over, how long is it, six minutes, seven minutes? You know, how long is this? Here's seven minutes. I'm watching the Super Bowl. Here's what it's like. All right, that was cool. Now I'm on with the rest of the show. Could <laughs> I just you ne- imagine if all of them toured together? What an amazing tour that would be. I mean, that would be huge. And they could sing full their full uh, performances, not just... Little. That's the. Other thing. I, I wouldn't like, go, but it would be huge. Right. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I just can't imagine the people who are sitting on their couch watching this, who are actually actively upset, right, at at any sort of performance, no matter what it is. I mean, if it is upsetting you, 
I feel like you have your priorities mixed up. And I knew what was going to be um, brought up, Joe. You know, someone said, Brian, you didn't like all the crotch grabbing? Right? Oh, watch out. The dancing. That was so risque. What are they doing on stage? It was too much. Listen, I hope that nobody texting in right there is a parent to anyone over the age of five. <laughs> because if you, I mean, what if you think what you saw at the Super Bowl halftime show was scandalous and was too hot for TV, you wouldn't believe what you'd scroll through in your average TikTok feed. I mean, you <laughs> yeah, know what? True. That is nothing compared to what's on the internet what? 24-7. Did you, did you see what Adidas put out a few days ago? I, that, <laughs> but that is, that is the G rating in 2021. And I hate to break it to you, and yep. you can hate it, but that's the truth. So I don't want to hear the, how could they do this? Children were watching Oh, I, I mean, I heard the same children thing. see a lot worse every day. I heard the same thing two years ago because I remember coming in here um, uh, during Sandy's show and, and talking about how much I liked the J-Lo and Shakira halftime show. And we were getting a lot of the same uh, complaints, you know, people saying that wasn't, you know, family friendly. They did a lot of rump shaking. But, you know, what did you expect? You had Shakira and J-Lo. To me, they have to follow where the trend is. And if I open up a Facebook page or something like that, exactly. I mean, you look at what everyone's looking at on social media. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. That's all it is. That's, I mean, does that's your child entertainment have, now. Does your child have a smartphone? They have TikTok. That's what they're seeing. I mean, I, I it's unbelievable. And I love these. I, I don't understand the mental. And I think it's a music thing. It's in music where somehow... There's no bridges in between musical likes for most people. They can't understand or respect. And listen, I'll be the first to say I'm. I don't even like a lot of music. You know, modern country is my example, Joe. Yes, I could be the type of person who says, "Oh, that's all just junk music and whatever." And maybe if you catch me on a bad day, I will say that. Yes, you've but told me that. What I what I really mean is, if I'm you know to sit here honestly and say, you know what, I mean it's. Modern pop music, they're all playing their own instruments. And that's, you know, a far cry from what pop music was in the late 90s yep. and stuff when I'm growing up. So that's pretty cool. It's not for me. I'm never going to listen to it. But, hey, you know, they. I'm sure they put on a good show. I love, uh, you know, this person texted him. Brian, would you like your little boy to grow up and sing rap and grab his crotch while his girlfriend twerks? If that's a serious question, my answer is, yeah, sure. If he's performing in the Super Bowl and a multimillionaire, grab whatever you want and do it in front of everybody because you're doing something pretty good. Um, I, no, I, what do I care? What You know, your, your musical taste um, is my taste in music. Not a lot of other people like it. I, I know last night because club. I was um, well, my son liked it. But I'm making my pizzas. I've got my, uh, you know, uh, pizza playlist going. I got some music going on. And, uh, you know, the business and uh, all these other bands are playing. And my son is uh, there dancing around as I'm flipping the pizza dough. And my wife's like, yeah, what's this crap? <laughs> so, you, you know, I, I hear it. I just don't understand what the divide is when it comes to music. Why it's just never a – there never seems to be the cooler head – Hey, to each their own. Oh, that wasn't for me. You, and nobody can ever respect. If you don't like the music, 
somehow you can never respect the performance, which I don't get. Let me say this. I've said a lot of things about Bruce Springsteen, but you watch his live performance, Brian. I respect his songwriting, his, uh, where he's gotten himself as an artist. So I can, I can dislike, but I will say this. I like all kinds of music, uh, all different genres. I will agree with you that today's country music isn't country music. It's, as you said, modern pop. I mean, I like actual country more than the current stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but you're right. You, you, you know, I hear it a lot. People say, I mean, I heard it all last week with my bumps during, a, during Tom's show. Um, I understand. You know, people, if they don't like the kind of music you like, you're going to hear about it. And you're right. There is no respect for, okay, this isn't my cup of tea, but they're obviously very good in that genre of music that they do. Neil Young, not my cup of tea. Obviously really good at what he's trying to do. Back on Spotify. You can hear him. Uh... Is he really? Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> I didn't know that. Do you think that was going to last? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> but no, but I, I, don't, I don't like his music personally, but obviously he's got a huge audience. I'm in the minority, and, and I accept that. I have a, a lot of respect for what he's been able to do. The uh, person who texted this in, a lot of people used to protest Elvis when he came out. All of his dance, he was banned. You had to show him from the waist up. That's right. Um, you know, woof, woof, woof. Um, he's doing all the uh, crazy moves. That's my sound effect for shaking your hips, by the way. Yeah. Woof, woof, woof. And then, <laughs> I don't and know then... where that came from. <laughs> so that's your hips thrusting through the air and the air swishing by I like your when adding, you're wearing leather pants. You're adding uh, audio for the listeners. Yeah, just, the, you know? just to enhance give the experience a, yeah, a little bit. Give them a visual. Uh, but no, I, I mean, it, you go through this. Maybe it is maybe it is a gener. It, I think it pretty much is a generational oh, gap. Yeah. Because I, I think if you're our age, you grew, I mean, all this you know, Snoop Dogg, uh, Dr. Dre, I mean, they were making music when we were born. Right. I mean, that's like early 90s. I mean, we weren't even listening to anything outside of nursery rhymes right. when, you know, they were putting out hits. And then it goes on. They had some newer um, artists on. Eminem was when Eminem's, we were in middle school and yeah. uh, some Without of those me. hits. So we kind of grew up through. So it's not nothing that we saw yesterday is like new and shocking to us. But I would imagine that for a large group of people who are watching the Super Bowl yesterday, who have never watched a rap performance in their entire life or seen anything like that, you know, that could be like, oh, wow, what is this? You, you know, you you sound like your parents and grandparents when Elvis came on TV. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's, exactly. That's, and, and it all plays in over again. Just like how I'll probably watch, I don't know, I can't even like fathom it in my head, but if someone came up on the stage with a laptop and, you know, just called themselves an artist and were playing other people's music, I would say the same thing. Are you, you're not a fan <laughs> of the Chainsmokers? It's, I mean, you know, but that's... Yeah. Uh, I, that's they, did, they did the pregame concert. It was actually pretty good. There was a pre... I didn't, I didn't see too much of the pregame, other than The Rock. I yeah. I tuned in at 6. I thought there would be a kickoff, and then I was waiting like half an hour, just like you said. By the way, NBC, how many times this season are they going to make the mistake of showing the wrong person? They did this earlier in the season with Kelly Stafford. They showed just a random fan and said it was Matt Stafford's wife. Yesterday, uh, they're getting ready for the uh, America the Beautiful, and they showed the wrong person singing. They showed, <clears throat> they showed the anthem singer, but the anthem singer wasn't on yet. It was America the Beautiful. NBC needs to know who they're, who they're supposed no, to be showing. I, I didn't. I, I must title. not have been uh, paying attention too much for that. But no, I, I will agree with this texture. Prince singing Purple Rain in the rain, great halftime show. Prince was one of my favorite halftime shows. 
You know, that might have been one where, uh, I don't know. You know, did, did everyone agree on Prince? I mean, that kind of seems to be the one that people point to and say, oh, that's the best halftime show ever. And maybe that was the one that across the board yeah. people could point at and say, even if they don't like Prince's music, hey, I respect the performance. That was a heck of a show that he put on. I just don't know why that can't happen a little more often. Sometimes the show isn't good. I'll say that about, about music. I like all the time. I'll go to concerts and be like, you know, get these old guys off the stage. <laughs> you know, they can't <laughs> perform anymore. I mean, I, I see that like every other time I go see Social D. I'm like, I don't know if we can do it anymore. His songs are taking like five-minute breaks to catch their breath in between. Um, but I thought the Paul McCartney halftime show was underwhelming. <laughs> see, I don't, remember that, I don't remember the show that much. I just remember him having the whole crowd singing, Hey Jude. But it was it, it it was when they were trying to tame the halftime show that might have something to do yeah. with it. I, you know, that's something like watching that. And Hey Jude is not my. That's not your go-to Beatles song. No, not at all. Like not even top anywhere. Right. Yeah. On the list, but seeing it done live and him doing that, it it is very moving. I yeah. would say it has a very different impact in person. I think than just watching and watching it, I'm just like, eh, whatever. It, there in person, it's, you see it's a very different. Yeah, it's a it's a very different. Well, you know, he starts singing, it, I'm like, oh, you know, okay. But then you kind of really get deep into it a little bit. I think at least. I don't know. That's just what you do at halftime. Do you like any commercials? I um I'll, uh, the metaverse commercial, I'm still really upset about. You know, uh, but that that uh, you know because they they took the the 80s singing band from Chuck E. Cheese, and now they're doing all separate things, and I guess getting back together is in a virtual world. I'm done with virtual getting together, Brian. Uh, maybe it's the last two years. Maybe that's why. Um, but I'm done with virtual. The Metaverse commercial to me was very depressing. I, like you... I, Joe, I'm glad you said that. Sorry to interrupt. But that is that one and the Alexa commercial. And it's no surprise, two technology commercials. I missed the Alexa commercial. I was... Well, we'll stick on the Metaverse one. To me, I that commercial was like a slap in the face. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's this thing everyone used to love. You have some great memories. Well, guess what? They went out of business, just like so many of your favorites did. And, well, here, we have a solution for you. No, they're not going back into business. No, we're not actually helping anybody. But you can just make believe by slapping this thing on your head. That doesn't – that's like – It's not good for anybody. No. Like, <laughs> you know, just go – Jump off a cliff. I, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to see that. And then the Alexa commercial, that was with Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost, and they're like joking in it about, oh, oh, you know, Alexa is so good. When you ask a command, it's, it's almost like it's reading your mind. And then through the uh, commercial, it's Alexa reading your mind, and it's, hey, Amazon, read my mind. Don't you understand that the reason people don't want this or the reason I don't want this in my home is because they don't want something yeah, reading their mind exactly. all the time? This is exactly the thing that we're pushing back on. You know, I look at one thing on my phone. It follows me everywhere. I say something. All of a sudden, I'm seeing ads for it, and then that's like what you're promoting on your ad? No, thank you. No. No, I'm, I'm already a little upset with Alexa because uh, I was going over the Alexa app over the weekend and I saw audio not meant for device. Well, wait a minute. Why are you recording the audio not meant for device? It was putting it on the, uh, on the, um, on the app. It wasn't meant for this device. 
and it's like, like something stupid I said, and then and then that was it. I'm like, ooh, I feel a little. Is this thing listening to me? You think? Yeah. <laughs> Just now, you're. <laughs> I also I liked the Doctor Evil because. I've been waiting for the fourth Austin Powers. I was promised there would be a fourth Austin Powers with Jennifer Lopez. Uh, so at least we got something in, in that commercial. I want to see that. You know, I saw Jackass over the weekend in the theaters. And really, that and Austin Powers should be alternating every other year. There should be a new one coming out. Yeah. And that would get me in the theaters every year. I would go see that for sure. I wish they would have started that like a decade ago. I think it would have been a good time to do every other year. Oh yeah, but you know, and it's never too late, and no. nothing nothing's original anymore. Um, That's true. Uh, but no, I liked uh, the Doctor Evil, even though I couldn't. I looked it up before we went on there. It was GM? Oh, okay. I know it was for electric cars, but everyone was for electric cars. They had a million electric car ads, and the only one I could po- uh, you know point out was the Sopranos one because they actually featured the Silverado, right? You know, in the ad. All the other ones were just like, oh, you know, electric cars. Like, yeah, I get it. You're all electric cars. Which one are you? <laughs> you know, tell me a little bit about yours. The Silverado one at least showed off the truck. The thing that I was, I'm not a Sopranos person. I never watched The Sopranos. I probably never will. Maybe. No, I, probably, I, I don't have the say time. I'm going to I'm going to watch The Sopranos, but yes, I'm I'm just like you. But so that, you know, that was a Sopranos thing, and but it just went right over my head. And it had me thinking of, like, how many of these ads, like the Austin Powers one probably went over a lot of heads, if you've never seen Austin Powers. Right. Which there's a lot of people out there who say, I love it, but I've never seen it. So you had Scrubs, you had uh, Austin Powers, the Cable Guy one was the one that I was thinking, like, do people remember this movie? I, I did not think that that was a super popular movie at the time. Like I said, I think it's because it's been it's been replayed on TBS and TNT for the last year and a half. You can't go a week without seeing that on the guide. So I'm guessing maybe because of all the basic cable plays it got. You think that's on purpose? Verizon is just, uh, you know, they're chiming up. Hey, uh, could you play the cable guy? Just add that to the rotation. <laughs> yeah. We got a commercial in a couple of years. We're going to need people to know uh, what this is. We just got an idea. Um, and the avocados commercial had the uh, uh, guy going through the table. That's right. Would have been a little bit better if uh, the Bills were in the they, Super Bowl. Uh, they jinxed it. Yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> Do you think it was a Bills fan? Do they recruit or do they have an amateur jump through that table? I would hope they recruit. Yeah, authentic. Yeah. Authentic Bills fan, yeah. Authentic for the avocado commercial. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it was an all right game. Kind of boring at the end. A little anticlimactic at the end. Yeah, with the flags? I wasn't thinking. I was just thinking more of the final drive. The flags didn't bother me so much. The only thing that bothered me is the same thing. And I say this all the time. The same thing didn't get called in the first quarter against the yeah. Bengals. But they, uh, against the Rams. But they call just it in now the game. Just now you start seeing flags. Yeah. I mean, they were penalties. It's just they weren't. And the Bengals did get a touchdown when that should have been called back on the. Oh yeah, face mask. I mean, you can't complain that they were lopsided after that touchdown. But no, I, I think just the end of, you know, all right, here we go. Can we march down the field? No. Yeah. And we found that out pretty quickly. Yeah. Nope. Not going to happen. Actually, anticlimactic's the way to put it. Yeah. So then uh, we move. I mean, it could have been. Hey, they were how many yards away from maybe an overtime Super right. Bowl again? Evan McPherson didn't miss all, all, all postseason. So, I don't know, you know, a little bit of that. Hopefully it's the Bills next year. Hey, Brian, you think you can uh, do the show by yourself tomorrow? Yeah, I, guess, I guess so. Don't have a choice. <laughs> uh, you won't be here tomorrow. But uh, Jimmy will. I'll see Jimmy bright and early. You happy about that, Jim? 
Yeah, he's giving me the thumbs up. <laughs> or it's a different finger going up. Uh, Jim, thanks, and uh, everyone else. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. We both will be, just not at the same time. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.